0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillahillahi ta'ala nahmaduhu nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليمًا كثيرًا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالًا كثيرًا ونساءً واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بدعة وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضلاله وَكُلَّ ضلاله فِي النَّارٍ Anyone who studies the seer of the Prophet will see that the Prophet and his companions رضي الله عنهم they went through numerous situations on numerous occasions that were difficult and hard that رضي الله describes in the Qur'an shook them to their core and their foundation Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Qur'an, وَزُلْزِلُ They were shaken to their core during some of those incidents that took place. But one of the things that you will also find in the seerah is that when they responded, when they acted or they reacted, it was always governed by the principles of the Qur'an and the sunnah. And that is how the Muslims should be. Every event that takes place, every statement that you make, every action that you perform, every overt display of emotion, should be governed by the principles of the Quran and the Sunnah. Because that is what Allah Azza wa Jal commands and that is what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam commanded. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and his companions went through many different situations that they had to face. Many of them were difficult. 23 years of prophethood, many issues, many incidents in the seerah that you will find that they went through trial and tribulation. But one of the other things that you will find within the seerah is that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the companions knew how knew how to deal and knew how to interact and react to those incidents that took place. These unfolding events that have taken place in the last week in the Middle East, what the brother was speaking about before I came upon the minbar, this is something which you're all very familiar with and know. And one of the things that it does to us when we hear what's going on in the world and these events that are taking place is that it gives to us sometimes a sense of helplessness or hopelessness. And the Prophet wasallam and his companions went through difficulty, but you will never find within the seerah that they felt that type of hopelessness or helplessness. Because Allah azza wa told them that if you believe in Allah, and you believe in the mercy of Allah azza wa and His justice, and you believe and trust in Allah azza wa and you have certainty in His promises, then you have no need to despair. Because the promise of Allah will always come true. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an, he speaks about the battle of Uhud in Surah Ali Imran. The lessons that you can gain there from. Many incidents that took place during that battle, it was one of the most trying periods in the lifetime of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa what the companions experienced. Seventy of their number were killed on that day. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa himself was injured. And there were rumors that were being spread that he had died upon that battlefield sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he speaks in the Qur'an, about what took place on that day Allah Azza wa Jal says addressing the believers, Tahinu, Wala tahzanu, wa in kuntum Don't become weakened nor despair, for you will always be uppermost in kuntum mu'minin if you have your Iman. And it is through this lens that I want to address you today, the lens of Iman. Because everything that takes place and everything that happens to the Muslim in this world, it is part of our belief that it is the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that it is the decree of Allah azza wa jal, whether it be good or whether it be bad. And that is a testament of your, or it is a sign or a test for your faith, to see how you will react, to see the mindset that you have, to see whether you feel helpless and hopeless, or whether you will do what Allah azza wa jal has commanded you to do in those situations. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, in the verse, the verse that comes after the one that I recited in Surah Al-Imran, says قَرْحٌ فَقَدْ مَسَّ الْقَوْمَ قَرْحٌ مِثْلُهُ If there has come upon you some calamity, meaning what happened on the day of Uhud, then many nations have faced calamities before you. وَتِلْكَ الْأَيَّامُ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ And those are the days that we interchange amongst the people. And then Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَلِيَعْلَمَ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا and so that Allah will know who from amongst you possess true iman. How will you behave? How will you respond? What are the words that you utter? As the Prophet wasallam would say when someone would pass away, that the heart grieves and the eyes shed tears, but we only say that which pleases our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how do you respond? We feel that sense of hopelessness, but Allah says that the believers are never hopeless. They're never helpless. Why? Because Allah Azzawajal wants to see you, how you will respond in terms of your iman. Sometimes the things that take place and the incidents that happen don't directly affect me and you. Meaning they're not happening here to us right now. But Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala is still testing us in the way that we will behave. In the way that we will respond. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam spent 23 years upon this planet as a prophet and messenger of Allah. Some 20 years of them were full of difficulty and hardship. Wars and battles and enemies and persecution and torture and oppression. And throughout all of those 20 years, if you look at the life of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam every time the companions went through some difficulty, every time they went through some hardship, what did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to do? How did he renew the bond of the Muslims, his ummah, the companions, with their Lord and their Creator? And one of the things that you will find is that Allah Azza wa Jal, His Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He focused on this aspect of Iman. Strengthen the Iman of the believers. Why? Because we know that victory comes from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We know that everything that happens in this dunya is by the decree of Allah Azza wa Jal. So the believer even in the most difficult of times, when they're witnessing things that they feel that they can't do anything about, that are beyond their means and capability to resolve, to end, they turn to their Lord and their creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not only in terms of dua and in sadaqah, but in terms of also their own iman and their worship. Their own iman and their worship. And that is why the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he focused throughout those years of his prophethood upon knowledge, upon teaching the believers, upon bettering them in terms of their character, in terms of their ibadah, in terms of their knowledge, in terms of bringing them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 23 years and that was one of the mi- major things, if not the most important thing that he did, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Teaching people the Qur'an. What are the companions doing between those events, those battles that are taking place, where from amongst them people are dying, where from amongst them people are being tortured and persecuted, where from amongst them there are, they are going through so many trials and tribulations. You find that the companions were people of knowledge, people of ibadah, people of recitation of Qur'an, People are making dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when you strengthen your iman, there is more barakah in the sadaqah that you give. When you strengthen your iman and your worship, your dua is more likely to be answered. When you're strengthening yourself, you're strengthening the people that are around you. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this in the Quran in numerous places. Allah azza wa jal says in Surah al-Tawbah, ya'rona عَامٍ مَرَّةً do they not see that they are tried and tested every year, once or twice, at least? Major tests afflict you. Sometimes personally to you, and sometimes not to you, but from the events that you can see around you. But they don't make tawbah. And they don't turn back to Allah. And they don't stop and think about what Allah Azza wa Jal is telling them. That is a test for you and me. Even though we're not in Gaza, We're not experiencing what they're going through. We're not going through those events, but Allah Azza wa Jal is testing our faith as well. This day, this day of Friday, all of us were able to wake up in relative safety and comfort. They don't have that luxury. All of us are able to come to the masjid and pray Jumu'ah, where they fear for themselves and their families. You're going to go home and you're going to have an evening meal with your family, and you're going to do what you do on your normal Friday routine. That's not something that everyone can enjoy. So what will you do with those blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If you don't see the trials that others are going through, and it doesn't make you turn to Allah azza wa jal, make tawbah to Allah, thank Allah, praise Him, use those blessings that Allah have given to you, so that you may increase in worship and in iman, then you didn't benefit from that test. You're from those people that Allah is speaking about, and Allah addresses this verse in surah tawbah, to the munafiqeen, the hypocrites. Because they're like those people. But don't take any lesson from the signs that Allah gives to them. La wala hum they don't make tawbah. They're never reminded. They don't see lessons and benefits in what the other people are suffering and going through. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran He tells us, Ya Amanu, O people of Iman. And what you feel, that is a sign of Iman. When you see those images and you hear those stories and you feel helpless, you feel the pain and empathize for the suffering of others, that's a sign of iman. The Prophet told us وسلم, in the hadith of al ibn bin Bashir, radiallahu anhum al-Bukhari al-Muslim, مثل المؤمنين في توادهم وتراهمهم وتعاطفهم كمثل الجسد. إذا اشتكى منه عضن تداعى له سائر الجسد بالحمة والسهر. The example of the believers, he said, وسلم, the sign of iman, in their mutual love, their mutual affection, and their mutual mercy is that when a group of them is suffering from pain, the rest of them feel that pain and they empathize with it. That's a sign of Iman. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the people of Iman. He says, "Ya أَيُّهَا amanu, You people of Iman, in تَنصُرُ If you help Allah and the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah will help you. How do you help the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How do you help Allah Azza wa Jal in His religion? It's by increasing in your knowledge and your Iman. By doing greater acts of worship. By doing that which is pleasing to Allah Azza wa Jal. By inviting others to the path of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Allah says, Do that, and His, His help will come to you. His divine ass- assistance will come to you. In the verse in Surah Al Hajj, Allah is even more explicit. And Allah will surely help those who help Him. How do we help Allah? Allah tells us in the next verse. Those who, when we give them the ability, they establish the salah and they give the zakah and they enjoy the good and they forbid the evil. Allah Azza wa Jal gave you the opportunity to worship Him, to seek knowledge, to learn. And you see the suffering of others who don't have that luxury at this time and place. So what will you do with those blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to you. The Prophet sallallahu the companions, radiyallahu anhu they understood this principle. And that is why throughout the 23 years of the Prophethood of the Prophet sallallahu but even after he died, salatu was during the reign of the companions, and the time of the companions, they understood this principle. During times of challenge and difficulty and hardship, they would turn to Allah They do more ibadah. They seek more knowledge. They try to better their character, and their interactions and dealings with others. They look at those things that are most pleasing and beloved to Allah, and they increase in them, not decrease. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then showers His blessings, and He showers His mercy upon those groups of people. And that is because they understand that this is something which isn't just for a day, or a week, or a month, but Allah azza wa jal tests people for great lengths of time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us throughout the Qur'an, that Allah will help you, but He doesn't say that the help will be immediate. Allah says that He will respond to your dua, but He doesn't say immediately. Why? Because Allah wants to test you in terms of your Iman. The prophets of Allah are the most beloved of Allah's creation. And Allah tells us in the Quran the story of Nuh and Ibrahim and Musa and our own messenger. All of them, had Allah willed, He could have given them immediate victory. Had Allah willed, could have given them an in instant assistance. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala left some of them for years if not decades. Because Allah Azzawajal loves that you turn to him and make dua. Allah wants to see how you're going to respond. Allah Jalla wants to see the level of your iman. And that is when the hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari of Khabab ibn al-Arat radiallahu an, when he came to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa in the early Meccan period, when the Muslims were being tortured and persecuted. And he said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, will you not make dua for us? Would you not seek Allah's assistance? And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi was already making dua for them. But he wants that dua to be answered immediately. The Prophet sallallahu said to Khabbab radiyallahu an وَلَكِنَّكُمْ قَوْمٌ تَسْتَعْجِرُونَ But you are a people who are hasty. Everything that happens Allah decrees. And Allah decrees it for a wisdom that he knows best subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not our place to question Allah's wisdom nor to change what Allah's decree is because you can't. But our role is to see how or Allah Azza wants to see from us how we're going to respond by the dua that you make, by the worship of Allah Azza, by the Sadaqah that you give. What are those actions that you're going to take in order to make yourself better? For you to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for you to strengthen your Iman, for you to be a better Muslim. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He strengthens us upon this religion. That Allah Azza makes us steadfast. That Allah Azza wa showers His mercy and forgiveness and His blessings upon us and upon all of our brothers and sisters who are suffering. I ask Allah Azza wa Jalla to lift their oppression and that Allah Azza makes their affairs easy. BarakAllahu li wa fil Qur'an wa al-Sunnah wa naf'ani wa ya min al-ayat wal-hikmah. Aqoolu qauli hada wa istaghfiru Allahadi wa la wa al-Muslimin min kulli zan min fa istaghfiru. Inna al-Ghafur al-Rahim. From that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you the ability to do, as you heard just before the khutbah is to donate and to give generously, to help those people who are in need of your financial assistance and help, to donate to those organisations and those relief organisations that are on the ground, that can make a difference by Allah's permission to help them and to aid them. And to do so with the intention of helping and to help and and bring relief to those people who are suffering. And from those things that you can do is to raise awareness and for you yourself to learn about what's going on. The situation of the Middle East isn't something new. It's not something which just happened yesterday or last week or last month. It's been going on for decades. And you should know by now the history of what's going on and the developments that are taking place. And if that's not something which you're aware of, then it's time now for you to take out some time and to learn about them. And also from that which you have the ability to do is to turn to Allah Azza wa Jalla and make dua. To be sincere in that dua. To look for those times and places that Allah Azza wa Jalla is more likely to respond to your dua. Like the day of Friday after Salatul Asr, To turn to Allah Azza wa Jalla and to make dua. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps those who are suffering and those that are oppressed across the world. اللهم al-mahmumin, wa ونفس karbal makroobin. واشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم انصر المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم داوي جرحاهم واشف مرضاهم واغفر موتاهم اللهم ثبت اقدامهم ياذ الجلال والإكرام اللهم صلِّ وسلم وبارك العبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين